Well, good morning. Good morning and good morning. It is Chris Logan, your host of the Power Hour, coming to you live and in effect <laughs> on the planet. You're online home for 90s and 2000s rock. First and foremost, that's where the show is coming to you from. Secondly, we're live on social media. So if you want to watch, you can. You're in a voyeurism. Go to my Chris Logan Facebook page, Planet Facebook page, or inside my Chris Logan in the Morning Facebook group. And you can watch along there. If you are watching this morning, the only thing I ask you to do is share it on social media. Also, welcome to comment. I'll, I'll see the comments coming through. And most of the mornings I, I read. So it's just a way to get interactive with the show. What are we going to talk about on today's Power Hour? Well, you ever wondered what a trumpet sounds like when it's submerged in jello? We'll get to that in just a bit. So this morning I was reading a story. And look, I'm, I'm all about firemen, police officers, veterans, paramedics, you know, first responders, whatever, getting their paper, stacking their cash. I'm all about it because I feel those jobs are very important. So when I was looking at headlines this morning, and I, I, I go to our, our local TV stations' websites. I was on KATC.com, and I saw a story about the Opelousas Fire Department seeking a salary increase. So again, I'm all about firemen, first responders, whatever, getting raises and, and actually getting paid for what they do. But I saw a word that was misspelled, and this word is misspelled a lot, a ton and I didn't think a journalist would do it on a website, on a news website. And that's, that's coming up in a bit, too. Top things we are sick of seeing on social media. Saw that this morning. I'll share the official story with you, and we'll go to some of your comments. Also posted that on my Chris Logan page. Got a couple tours to talk about. Maybe you saw the Three Doors Down Candlebox show. Announced yesterday, if you didn't, I got details coming up on that. Also, another tour. And I'm not, I don't think this one's coming to Louisiana, but we'll double check. The best day of the week to take off. I think we talked about this already, but we'll talk about it again today. Do you think technology is spying on you? How many people you think answered yes to that question? Pretty cool. She was living her best life. At a recent show, someone in a wheelchair, crowd surfing, and stage diving. That's coming up. How frustrated do you get? What happens when you get frustrated, when you get upset? Do you, do you throw things? Do you crush things? I got a couple stories that have to do with, with getting very upset. Pet Peeves going to talk about that. Which leftover foods would you eat cold? A city is catching heat for its new slogan. I'm going to pronounce it Regina. It might be Regina, but it sounds better, Regina. The city's catching heat for their new slogan, Show Us Your Regina. Also got another video to share with you this morning from a gender reveal. This one's kind of cool. This is like a got him video. And I'm over these gender reveals. I, I am, but I, I thought this video was pretty funny. Got an uh-uh story for you today, too. A 52-year-old man 
keyed a car with a butter knife and then called it a spring break mistake. But let's start with this. Let's start with a smile this morning. <laughs> I saw this yesterday on TikTok, just scrolling. I was cyber loafing yesterday like I have time to cyber loaf. I got so much going on for the next two weeks. But I was cyber loafing a little bit yesterday, and I came across this video on TikTok. Facebook user says, good morning. Hey, good morning. So check this out. This is, this is someone, I'm assuming this dude's a trumpet player, and he submerged the horn part of his trumpet into jello, wondering what it would sound like. And boys and girls, it sounds like this. <laughs> Yesterday, as I was busy, cyber loafing, I needed a laugh, and, and that one did it for me. I wanted to share that with you today. And it's true. Got a, I got a uh, comment from someone on Facebook says, truly nothing better to do. And the answer to that is nope. And the caption is, this didn't go as expected. I mean, what was he expecting? <laughs> So if you ever wondered what a trumpet sounds like in Jello, that's what it is. Got to share this with you today, man. You know, first off, as I mentioned minutes ago, all about first responders, veterans, whoever it is, you know, getting raises, getting their money. I'm all about that. Very, very important job. That's not what this story is about. I, I was a little upset to see, and I know firemen, do not get paid much. I was a little upset to see their pay. But this is a story from KATC.com. Opelousas Fire Department seeks salary increase. City of Opelousas held a budget committee meeting tonight to discuss increasing the salary of fire department employees. Currently, Opelousas Fire Department employees' base pay is $9.50 per hour. $9.50 an hour. They're looking to get that to a salary increase of $10.90. So the final decision at the budget committee meeting was to bring the proposal back up at the next city council meeting. Cool, right? So I'm reading this story written by Aaron Griffin from KATC. Now, again, I mentioned this before we started the power hour. I mentioned it on the planet during the 7 o'clock hour. I make mistakes every day. I make mistakes live. You hear me make mistakes live. I am not perfect. I stumble on words. I mispronounce things. You know, mistakes happen. If you are a cashier, maybe you ring up the wrong deal. I don't know. You work in construction. Maybe you uh, got a measurement and you cut it wrong. Maybe you're a welder. I don't know. You didn't weld it. We all make mistakes at our jobs, right? But this right here goes a little bit further on what this person did and what this journalist did. But look, she has a quote from Charles Cummings, Alderman District C from Opelousas. And again, this has nothing to do with Opelousas. This has nothing to do with, with firemen pay, nothing. It has to do with spelling. Look, so here's the quote. Based on numbers, and their numbers we can afford to give them a 90-cent raise, that's 
Um, that's about it right now. But we're going to look at some of the alternatives to increase it. This alderman says we'd like to get them up to a $2 increase. We've got to do it. We're losing our firemen. And we had one walk out tonight. He's leaving. But look at how she spelled losing. L-O-O-S-I-N-G. Uh, wrong. So then I'm thinking, oh, it, it's a mistake. Come down a little bit more. A 16-year fire department employee resigned Monday because of the low pay, and the fire chief says he does not want to lose any more employees. Lose. L-O-O-S-E. Not once, hit him up twice. Again, we all make mistakes. But, dude, that loose and lose is probably one of the most misspelt, spelt, S-P-E-L-T, misspelt words on social media. I see it all the time, multiple times a day. The Facebook user says maybe she meant loosed. <laughs> Hooked on phonics worked for me. H-U-K-E-D-O-N-F-O-N-I-C-S-W-E-R-K-E-D-F-U-R-M-E-E. M-M-E. But at, at, at some point, we got to care about the spelling, do we? Or does it not matter anymore? Spelling, punctuation doesn't matter anymore. But would you at least agree with me? Oh, dude, someone else commented, I have an item for sale. That's another very popular misspelt. <laughs> Spelled is with a D. Uh, misspelled word. It's item for sale. S-A-L-E. Another one that a lot of people misspell. So I, I just Googled it for fun. I googled L-O-O-S-I-N-G, which would be losing. And, and you can see, I know you've, you've Googled things before. When On the Google search results page, you see people also ask, look, is it loosing or losing my mind? What is the difference between loosing and losing? What does Loosing it mean. It... See, the answers in this should be no. What uh what else, what else they got? Loosing definition meaning. And look, and sometimes too the This wick, uh, wikitinary, maybe that's how you pronounce it, I don't know. Uh, they say loosing, present participle of loose. Then it says misspelling of losing. And, and sometimes, especially on social media, when people see things, like sometimes in the UK they spell things a little bit different from us. I, I don't think that's the case. But anyway, it's L-O-S-I-N-G, losing. And an item for sale, S-A-L-E. But when I saw that twice on KATC.com this morning, I'm like, oh, dude. 
Like, does it does it matter anymore? You know, does it does it matter? I'm happy people are losing weight. I really am. You know, but your pants are now loose. L O O S E. Losing weight. Your L O S I N G weight. See, I sound like a sound like a, a a jerk for talking about that this morning. I, I, I do. And I'm sorry, but I had to bring it up. But dude, I mean, I told you, I make mistakes. I make mistakes every day, every day. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to stop saying that. I stumbled on my words. I need to read better. Just trying to get better. You make mistakes, try to get better, but it's just constantly the lose, the lose, the sale, the sale. Break out the grammar police, man. Who's, who's the grammar police chief? <laughs> we need a real grammar police chief. Um, the top things we're sick of seeing on social media. I guess mine would be misspelling, would it? Let's see what you commented this morning on my Facebook page. Got a few. Let's see. Let's get it. Let's get it to pull up. See, Corey says, not discussion worthy, but man gossip of negative and condescending generational sports comparisons of great players from different eras. So I guess it's maybe when people argue about is LeBron or Michael Jordan the GOAT. Joshua says, I'm click of, I'm sick. I'm t- See, look, I made a mistake there. I'm tired of clickbait BS ads. Yep. John says, the Ukrainian flag in people's profiles. <laughs> oh, and then uh, the fact checks. Fact checks sometimes are, are uh, out of control. Matt says, Miley Cyrus. Noah says, women that are half naked. Damn, my friend Chris like got a whole, we got an essay that he writes about. He says, Saints fans that never played a down in peewee football, flag football, or Sega game system. Already saying the Saints suck with their free agency picks. People come in about Derek being a mediocre quarterback. Yeah. Get that all the time, man. And he goes on to say a lot more. Uh, and he goes on to say, Saints should have kept Andy Dalton. Or if people are saying that. Or he says who would have kept Andy Dalton as a backup too. Yeah, people commenting on uh, on sports. You can put that in there and then you know, any any sport. Bryce says all the damn spam share me post about the dog they hit or their kid that ran away with a dog. Casey says, ads, specifically bogus ads for products that aren't real scams and phishing attempts. Yeah. Misinformation, conspiracy theorists could go on. You're right, Casey. I I like a good conspiracy theory, though. If you don't know that about me, now you know. Um, But, I mean, we see all sorts of stuff on social media. You know, and and Bryce was talking about the share me posts, all that stuff. Have you ever seen... those posts that people put, like if you if you click here, 
uh, with your thumb and your index finger and you share, you're going to have an all new news feed. Dude, I'm like, oh my God, you really, I, I want to like message those people and, and just say, you really think this is going to work? Or it worked. I'm seeing new posts that I've never seen before. I, I stood on my head, put my thumb here, and click like and share with my middle finger. And now I have all new friends on my Facebook feed. <laughs> Gullible. Gullible. Oh, Facebook user says, Jordan will always be better. See, there's, there's an argument. But I agree with you. Jordan for me, but also thinking we talked about this before talking about the goat talk, whatever goats of, of whatever sport, whatever you want to talk about. I feel that it just has a lot to do with a time that you grew up in. If you grew up watching Michael Jordan, odds are you probably think Michael, Michael Jordan is the goat. If you didn't grow up watching Michael Jordan in his prime and you grew up watching LeBron in his prime, then maybe you think LeBron is the goat. Older people might think it's Wilt Chamberlain. I don't know. But let's see. Things we're sick of seeing. Let me get to the official list here. I thought I had it pulled up, but my, my producer slacking again. Uh, number one on that list, political views. 53% of people think that people overshare political stuff and, and talk about politics. Number two, mundane daily life, like photos of food or anything else that's unremarkable. Number three, bodily functions. Posting about your bathroom habits. Number four, kids. Number five, religious beliefs. Says no one wants to be preached to on Instagram. Number six, accomplishments. There's a side note on this one. Said that one's probably fueled by jealousy. Sex life, that's uh, kind of weird. Wealth, number eight. Relationship stuff, number nine. Number 10, a tie between pets and fun experiences. So no one wants to see cats, dogs, or, or want to see you on vacation. Misspellings will kind of do it for me. But... You know, social media has just changed the whole landscape of everything. I, I, I feel it, it just it amplified everything, makes a bigger deal of everything. Everybody had an opinion before, which, which it's, it's our God-given right. You know, but now that like everything is just amplified with, with social media. Got some music coming to the state. You may have seen this yesterday. Uh, I saw Blake share it. I saw another couple people share it. I shared it onto our Planet Facebook page, but three doors down. Heading out to celebrate their 20th anniversary of Away From The Sun, and they're bringing Candlebox with them on tour. Candlebox celebrating the 30th anniversary or, or their 30th anniversary. Let's see. They um, Now, the story I shared yesterday had to do with a show in New Orleans, which is on August 23rd. And that will be at Champion Square in New Orleans. But, man, they're, they're going on tour, like, way before that. We're, we're towards the... Oh, dude, we're 
kind of towards the middle end. They are doing a ton of dates starting in June 14th or on June 14th, Baltimore, Maryland, Indianapolis. Uh, they're in Michigan, Iowa. So I guess they're kind of doing north in the Midwest, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Michigan. You know, then they go to California, mid-July, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Utah. And Denver, I mean, they're all over the place. August, they got Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, Missouri. Uh, August 16th, maybe you're going on vacation. They're going to be in Orange Beach, Alabama at the Wharf Amphitheater. Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, and August 23rd, New Orleans. Dude, Virginia, North Carolina, they're on tour from June 14th to pretty much consistently through September 23rd, and then it looks like they got another date on October 21st. Damn, dude. Candlebox and uh Candlebox and Three Doors Down putting in the work. Brent says Candlebox celebrating 30 years. Damn, I'm old. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes, we are. Uh and then also was reading this today. Let's see if we can find out if they're coming anywhere close to here, but there's a 2023 summer tour with The Offspring, Simple Plan, and Some 41. That could be cool. They're doing 24 dates. Uh, let's see. They start August 1st in Washington, Utah, California. They're doing Austin, an Austin date on August 11th. Don't see a Louisiana date. Don't even see like a Houston or a New Orleans yet. I mean, maybe they will be adding more more dates to this, but closest here would be August 11th, Austin, Texas at the Germania Insurance Amphitheater. And again, that's Offspring, Simple Plan, Sum 41. I'm losing my mind over this live music. L-O-O-S-I-N-G. Best day to take off during the week would be tomorrow. Wednesday, they say, is the best day to take off. A professor at the University of Texas who focuses on time and communication found the best day of the week to take off Wednesday. Why? Says we all get into a routine of five days of work, then the two-day weekend. When we take a Wednesday off, we go two days of work, day off, two days of work, two days off. Pretty smart. When we break up our rhythm like that, it breaks us out of our routines. You should feel less stressed and overwhelmed at work because you're not staring down yet another five-day week. You should also feel more excited about your time off because it's such a non-traditional day off. Also says Wednesdays are a good day off because everything you might do is less crowded. Want to go out to eat, want to go to the movies, less crowded doing it for uh, Wednesday. God. I still see uh, it's Facebook users still, still commenting on some misspelled stuff. I don't know who you are. I'd like to know because you're, you're coming up with some great stuff. Don't mind if I do, D-E-W. Sorry for your lost, L-O-S-T. That's another one. 
But if you want to take a day off, got some some paid time off you need to take, want to fake some sick days, vacation days, I don't know, maybe maybe you, instead of taking a week's vacation, you just take your days off during the week, try a Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Maybe I'll talk to my boss about taking off. Not really. I, I got a lot happening uh, in the next couple of weeks. I got, I got my studio getting closer to, to getting into that. I probably still got paint on my face and my hands. I was doing some painting last night uh, at my new studio. Can't wait to, to show you all that. That'll, that'll be like a couple or so weeks away. Um, I, I'm interested to see how you answer this question. Do you think technology is spying on us? Most people do, according to this. 60% of American adults believe their phone is listening to them. The conspiracy is more common among iPhone users compared to Android users. Also, some people believe that Alexa is eavesdropping in their home. And nearly three in four Americans believe smart home devices like Alexa or Google are listening all the time. Facebook user says you're an electrician. So that's uh that's 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 Dwayne that's commenting. Appreciate it, dude. Now go get to work. Um but do you think that your phone's listening? And and most people will say yes to that. Did an interview the other day, did a podcast the other day about uh, Cajun Woodstock, which happens in my hometown of Church Point. It's the benefit St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. They do it for 19 or they've been doing it for 19 years. And I've been getting St. Jude ads on my phone. You know, maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe not. You know, start talking about, I don't know, mowing the lawn or cutting the grass, however you say it. Probably start getting some ads from oh, different uh, lawnmower places, outdoor equipment shops, maybe. I don't know. But when you hit that, uh, when you hit that agree, in the terms and conditions and all on all that stuff, man, you know, the terms and conditions are 62 pages of stuff that you're not going to read. You got to go through that on your TV, get a new TV, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not reading this. And you just hit agree. Got you. Uh, also went to Dick Sporting Goods on Saturday. Sunday, I started getting ads on them for Facebook. Yes, that is a thing. That is called, uh, that's like a geofencing campaign. That is, that, that is real. They can, you can, you can fence different areas and uh, serve ads to people who are in those specific areas. That is a real thing. That is, that is not fake. Sometimes the uh, actual store uses it. Sometimes competitors use it. What about phone frustration? Oh, wait, wait, uh, I passed this up on my list and I don't want to pass this one up because this is, this is cool. I, I really like this. This story here. And we're getting to that halfway point. So got to say thank you again for uh, watching along, listening along to the Power Hour, where we talk about what's trending for the day, headlines and, and stories. If you're watching this morning on social media, I ask you to uh, share it. That's all I ask of you. If you're watching, uh, sorry, if you're listening on the planet, I appreciate it. Tell someone about the station today. We do this each and every morning. My morning show starts at 7. On the planet, 
And then we jump into the power hour at eight. Listen to the planet.com app store, Google play. You want to download the free app search for listen to the planet. We're on the iHeart platform. We're on TuneIn radio search or listen to the planet there. We're on Alexa. Alexa's listening to us anyway. So you, I mean, you embrace it or, or not. It's totally up to you. But if you have an Alexa device, you have to say, Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Brent says, Facebook feed makes it seem like the phone is listening. Explanation is the algorithm is so smart it knows what you're interested in before you do. Yep. And that's, you know, that's, that's because you click on those terms and conditions, man. Following you tracking you and and not you know the thing is it's not it's not they don't know chris is here like like they don't know specifics like that they just kind of know your what's called like intent you know maybe what you intend to purchase what you've been searching for and all that stuff's connected man data data one of the biggest one of the biggest things you i mean like there is on planet earth it's not oil it's not water it is data um but i wanted to share this with you saw it on loudwire.com this person living her best life man person in wheelchair stage dives at the ldb fest the life and death brigade fest happened this past weekend in louisville kentucky Bands like Terror, Knock Loose, Drug Church, Kublai Khan, Dying Wish. But check this out. So the stage dive happened during Kublai Khan's set. And the clip shows their vocalist, Matt Honeycutt, lending the stage diver a hand. Said, quote, hardest I've ever seen. This is so awesome, dude. I saw it this morning. I'm like, that is great. So there's this, this lady in this wheelchair enjoying the show. And she comes up. She's stage diving in her wheelchair. And then she rolls back off the stage. Watch. Check it. So here she is. She's on stage. <laughs> Look right there. I'm going. And then, boom, they get her again. So awesome, man. How cool is that? If you want to check out the video, if you're listening this morning, go to loudwire.com. You're going to see it. So look at this. They also have on this story the LDB 2023 casualty report. You know, what happened? Everybody was was going, uh, going crazy. 44 busted noses. 12 busted lips, 10 black eyes, 9 busted eyebrows, 10 busted knees, 6 busted ankles, 12 knockouts, 2 split tongues, 19 busted heads, 9 busted knuckles, 2 dislocated shoulders, 1 dislocated pinky, 1 busted clavicle, and 9 busted hands. It was a party and a successful event at LDB. See what this, see what's going on here. Here we go. Hit area right there, though. Oh, here we go. 
So yeah, here it is. All the all the injuries that happen. Successful event, but that's on loudwire.com if you want to check out that that full story. Pretty cool though. Phone frustration or just frustration in general. When you get frustrated, do you throw things? I'm 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 guilty. Not going to lie. But what about like when it comes to your phone not participating, right? Not wanting to to do the task that you asked it to do, freezing up. It's it's frustrating. Nearly 60% of Americans who experience phone frustrations have gone as far as to throw their device and throw their phone. More than half threw them so hard that they broke. See, the bad thing about not not having a handle on your anger and throwing your phone, even though it's not working, you got to go and buy a new phone or you got to get it fixed. But that's a good amount of people. 60% of Americans do that. Throw it. And they throw it so hard it breaks. Have you ever got so upset that you took off your glasses and, and, and crushed them, broke them? Have you ever been that upset? Well, that happened to someone. I'm going to share that video with you in a while. In just a bit, you may have seen this. A wrestling mom is so upset that her son lost. L-O-S-T. She destroyed destroyed her glasses. It was a big upset in college wrestling on Friday when Purdue's Matt Ramos beat Iowa's Spencer Lee in the NCAA semifinal. Spencer, three-time national championship. And no one took it worse than Spencer's mama, Kathy. She was so upset, she took off her glasses and Twisted him up. Oh, by the way, Kathy was an alternate for the U.S. Olympic judo team back in the day. So she's somewhat of a, an athlete herself, but she cannot control her anger. Watch, here we go. I'll, I'll show you. This is, this is a video that's been circulating. You see it on social media. This is from uh, ESPN MMA, but check it out. Locked hands. Able to roll through. So this is where the upset starts to come. Gotta love a good upset, too. If he just holds him here, he's going to pull one of the biggest upsets in NCAA wrestling history. No one would have expected this. Oh, my goodness. Mama didn't expect it either. Not going to be able to. He did it. What if she beat him? What if she whipped him after it was over? Got it. So, dude, dude pulls off the upset. Never seen anything like this. Everyone, all right, here we go. It's coming up. Is on their feet. Holy cow! Matt Ramos of Purdue 
has knocked off one of the greatest college wrestlers of all time. Spencer leaves mom. Okay, Kathy, here's mom. Alternate for the U.S. Olympic judo no. team, and her no. glasses did not survive that match. Oh, that's unfortunate to see. Oh. But this is what happened. Dude, that's here. some incredible yeah, Huff type so stuff right there, man. Here. Boom. She said, "No way." Let's check it out. Spencer Lee's mom, Kathy, an alternate for the U.S. Olympic judo team. Uh, no, and her glasses Spencer. did not survive that match. Oh, that's a crushes him. Just, I mean, takes her glasses apart and then throws it all down on the ground. Now you're not going to be able to see to leave. You're not going to drive. You won't be able to drive. You're going to have to call an Uber. See, like that's what that's what you got to realize in your in your fits of anger. And I got to realize that too. You know, it's like the the end result could be worse than what caused you to get upset. See, she got upset that her son lost, but now she's upset that her son lost and she got to go get a new pair of glasses. You get upset at your phone and you throw it like what we just talked about. Okay, you got upset. Your phone was bad. You threw it. It broke. Now you got to take the time to go buy a new phone. See these people who get upset when their favorite team loses? You know, their favorite sports team and you see them bust up the TV? throw the TV off the balcony. We see a lot of those videos. Now, look, for the record, I think some of those are fake. I mean, because who watches a sports game on a 23-inch flat-screen TV? You can break it? Come on, man. That was the one your mama had at her house, you know, in the basement or something, and she gave it to you for, you know, to borrow it when you moved out the house. That's not your real TV. And you broke it just to go viral. But there's some people that really, really do that. Got to control that anger. Seth says, Mama just realized his WWE future was in jeopardy. <laughs> Wait, I don't think that's how it works. Nope. The dude crushed her glasses. Uh, oh, I missed this one from John. He commented and said, you seen the bank failure bingo card. I have not seen that. Let's, let's search for it. Bank failure. Failure. Bingo card. Let's see what we got. <laughs> so I guess it's. Oh, there, there's different ones. Bank. So I guess different different banks uh, there if they fail. You can you can play bingo. Uh, sad to say we're laughing at that, but I, I I don't see any good ones. Send it to me, John, if you if you have a good one. But boy, that's that's another mess. A whole banking system. Um, Shaquille O'Neal he went viral. He was in the hospital over the weekend. He tweeted out kind of like what I'm going to call a cryptic post. And you see, oh, that's another thing that I should have brought up when we were talking about things or, you know, pet peeves or things that you don't want to see anymore on social media. You know, if you got a new job, tell me, I'm, I'm happy for you. Tell me where you're working. Don't make me ask. You know, you lost 50 pounds. I'm happy for you. Don't make me ask how, how, how much weight you lost. Just, just tell me in the caption. And I'm going to be happy for you. I'm going to give you a thumbs up. You know, don't don't make me don't make me figure out don't make me read your cryptic post and figure out what you're talking about. Broke up with your with your boyfriend? Just, just say it. Just say it. You know, you had a great dinner at whatever restaurant. 
Don't just post a picture. Say, man, the fried chicken was great at this restaurant. I don't want to work when I'm scrolling social media. I want, I want you to tell me what's going on. But people were worried about Shaq because he was in the hospital. It was, uh, he posted a pic, and I think he just said, I'm going to be okay. But according to reports, nothing really too serious to be worried about. TNT's Ernie Johnson said during an NCAA tournament broadcast on Sunday night that Shaquille underwent hip replacement surgery over the weekend. At 51 years old, dude had his hip replaced. But he was he was walking kind of bad. If you'd see any videos of, of Shaq, you could see that. And I'm sure just the, the many years of playing basketball and probably just being a big guy takes a toll on your body. But hopefully Shaq makes it out of his hip replacement surgery okay and, and everything is, is good with him. What about pet peeves? What do you find irritating? What do you find is your top pet peeve? Mine is a, a slow gas pump. I, 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 don't, I don't like a slow gas pump. That, that didn't make the list, though. Loud chewing or drinking, number one. Being late, number two. I don't like being late either. Now, things happen, but I don't, I don't like being late. Interrupting. Talking during a movie is on that list. People who walk slow and clipping nails in public. I mean, you clip your fingernails, okay. If you're clipping your toenails in public, come on now. Come on. Uh, what else would it be for me? Oh, driving uh, slow in the left lane, that's that's another one for me. And slow gas pumps will get me every time. That, But that's an article from Woman's Day. Number one, loud chewing or drinking. Which leftover foods would you eat cold? What do you think tops that list? Pizza? Yep. Oh, God, uh, Facebook. Uh, Facebook user says motorcycles that swerve in and out of traffic. Big, big pet peeve. That happens a lot. <laughs> and Chris says, talking about Shaq, does he get charged more because his hip is bigger than most people's? I don't know, dude. They might have to make a custom hip for Shaq. Scott says people getting on the interstate at 45 miles per hour with me behind them. Yeah, that's the acceleration lane when you're getting onto the interstate. I never thought about that, though, Chris. You know, Shaq's a big dude, man. Like, did they have to have a shaq size hip? And that's crazy now, man. You know, what they can do and, and medical technology and all that, that's, that, that kind of stuff is amazing to me. Maybe they have to get Shaq a big-ass hip. Uh, what were we going to talk about? Oh, things that, uh, leftovers that you would eat cold. What do you think tops that list? If there's one leftover that you would eat cold, would it be pizza? If you answered yes, then you're in with everyone else at number one. 83, 83% of people say they would eat pizza cold. I, I had to learn to do that. Now I will. I, I wasn't that excited about cold pizza, but now I will eat it. This is. 
This is great. Another pet peeve from Noah. And, and this is real. Beer breath. When there's people that are like, they're drunk and they come hang on you. And you get nothing but the beer breath because they're all up in your face telling you how much you love you and how much like they're your friend. Oh, dude. Pet peeve. Yep. <laughs> fried chicken. 60% of people would eat fried chicken cold. Can't do it. Man, I, I told you that I'm not a bougie dude. I'm, I'm not. I consider myself just a regular old dude. But I, I am not a big leftover person. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Just in general, I don't care much for leftovers. Also in this list, quesadilla, 58% would eat them cold. Bacon, 55% would eat it cold. Burritos, 50, um. 48% would eat them cold. Ugh, that would be kind of uh. Pancakes, 51% of people would eat pancakes cold. Why not? Buffalo wings, fried rice, orange chicken. Ugh, lasagna, 35% of people would eat, eat that cold. Nope, barbecue ribs, no way. Hot dogs, all right. Oh, I guess like, would you eat like the cold weenie? Mm, I don't know. That would be a whole nother. I mean, that's a whole nother taste and feel if you can eat a cold weenie. Cheeseburgers, mac and cheese, Brussels sprouts, mashed potatoes, chili, and biscuits and gravy. 8% of people would eat that cold. Scott says fried seafood. Chris says French fries, a French fries sandwich with a little mayo. Okay. Ham sandwich cold. But I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big leftover guy. But I, I do, I do want to say though, that having an air fryer kind of changed my thinking in eating leftovers. Because it's kind of cool. You throw chicken or French fries or something, you throw that in the air fryer, works pretty good. But pizza overall, number one. Wanted to, wanted to share this with you this morning as well. We can maybe call it an uh-uh story. Get this. A city is catching heat for its new slogan. Show us your Regina. <laughs> it's in Canada. And you do pronounce it. I was calling it Regina because it was more funny saying that. It's not Regina, like like what would be someone's name. It it is Regina, and it's a it's the capital of Saskatchewan, Canada. Of course, the tourism board had to apologize after leaning into the obvious joke that people make. They launched a new ad campaign last week with two slogans. Show us your Regina. And then Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. <laughs> they also changed the name of their group. It used to be Tourism Regina. Now it's Experience Regina. A lot of proud Regina residents 
uh, sorry, see, I'm pronouncing it the other way. Regina, a lot of proud Regina residents didn't find the rebrand funny or they didn't want their city represented that way. So it's already been canceled. All that clever work and it's done. The group CEO is a guy named Tim Reed, who was very proud of the campaign at first, and then he apologized on Sunday. He told a reporter the board was trying to own the joke, but obviously went too far with it. Now it sounds like his job may be in jeopardy. That dude will find a job somewhere else, I promise you. I promise you. Show us your Regina. <laughs> also, this morning, got another video to share with you. It is a gender reveal video. All right, now bear with me. I, I know I, I'm tired of gender reveal vi videos, too. Some of them look set up to me. You know, so I, I think some are very clever. Some are very thought out. You know, a lot of them have to do with Maybe what the mom or dad likes. You know, you see like the dad slamming a, a ball and it, it breaks as it hits the ground and it's either blue or pink. Well, what got me on this one was the way that these parents got excited and then also the way they got got. So let me just set it up real quick if you're listening on the planet. So there's this couple here. They're at a gender reveal party. There's a box that says, congratulate, or it just says, it's a blank. Looks like this couple already has this little boy. And it seems like by the color of their clothing that they want a little girl. The dad has on a pink button-down shirt. The mom has on a pink dress. Now, the brother has on a blue shirt. So I'm going to assume that the brother wanted him a little brother, not a little sister. But look closely what they did. So if you're watching this morning, you see there's one, when I pause it, there's one pink balloon coming out. So watch. <laughs> so they get excited and there's like three pink balloons that come up, but tied to the pink balloon is a blue balloon that says, congratulations, it's a boy. <laughs> And the mom and the dad tells everyone that they're number one with their middle finger. And but I, I thought I thought that was pretty good. That was clever. You got a gender reveal coming up. You wanna you wanna screw with a couple? Take that one. Use that one. That's gonna be that's gonna be pretty good. John says, talking about the dude that has the show us your Regina campaign. He says, I I heard he's working in Vilplat now. Get fat in Vilplat. Why not? Also have an uh-uh moment to share with you today, too. You know, I think that, you know, if you, uh, again, if you get pulled over and you don't want to take a breathalyzer test because you use Dr. Tishner's, then, you know, you use Dr. Tishner's. Saw that already. Talk, talked about that a couple times here on the Power Hour. With Albert Guillory. Now, so this man here, it was a mistake. I didn't mean to do it. 52-year-old man arrested for a spring break mistake. If you're watching, this is his 
I don't want to call it a mugshot. It looks like he might be a realtor. That, that's, that's a real professional headshot there. After using a butter knife to cause extensive paint damage to a 2023 Nissan, a Missouri man vacationing in Florida, cop to the criminal mischief describing his conduct as a spring break mistake. Oh, look, he is a real estate agent. See, his picture just screams real estate agent. Real estate executive. And he's not a college student. He's sharing a St. Petersburg hotel room with eight friends. It's not too late to go and, and have your own spring break if you missed it back in the day. According to police, the vehicle's owners, a married couple, spotted a man standing near their car Thursday evening, and he was making motions near the driver's side. When the duo confronted the man, he laughed and ran off down the street. Upon examining the car, the couple discovered the entire side of their vehicle had been scratched up and had extensive paint damage. A criminal complaint states, quote, lying next to the car on the floor was a silver butter knife that was used to damage the vehicle. I would have chased, I would have chased this dude. I would have. I'd have probably, I would have probably been out of breath, but I would have chased this dude if he would have scratched my brand new 2023 Nissan vehicle. The car, which was parked outside the Toasted Monkey restaurant, sustained damages in excess of $1,000. A review of the security footage camera yielded a clear image of the suspect, this cat right here. And police determined that the vandal... <laughs> See, sometimes I don't read these stories. I know I want to get to them on the show, but I, I, it's, it's like real reaction because I'm like, okay, that would be good to talk about. And then I talk about it on the show. Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's anticlimactic. This dumbass put his phone number down at, at the Toasted Monkey's wait list, so that's how they knew it was him. After calling the number, police met up with Clifford Craig Edwards, who admitted to the crime and called it a spring break mistake. So Mr. Edwards was arrested on a felony criminal mischief charge. He was released from the county jail Friday morning after his wife posted a $2,000 bond. Mr. Edwards is a resident of Springfield, Missouri, a licensed real estate salesperson whose LinkedIn page limits, uh, excuse me, lists him as development director of Bryan Properties, a Springfield firm that builds and manages residential developments. Dude, like, what is it? Was he drunk? Did they look at him the wrong way? Like, what would be the reason why this dude? would go and scratch up someone else's vehicle with a butter knife. And a brand new vehicle too, a 2023 Nissan vehicle. Dude said a spring break mistake. Come on, man. Uh-uh. So getting close to the end of the show. Remember, go to the website. Let me pull it up. Listen to theplanet.com. If you're watching, scroll down a little bit. Got 
a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to Pelican. That's a con coming to New Roads. April 29th from 9 until 6, the William H. Scott Civic Center. False River Park, 1200 Major Parkway in New Roads. You can buy tickets on Eventbrite. I believe you can get tickets there, and you can win tickets from the planet. Comic books, cosplay. Uh, there's going to be uh, different artists there. Going to be a pretty cool con. Thanks to Corey for reaching out and wanting to team up with us to give away some tickets and do a promotion. So Bridget will announce our winner this afternoon. So if you haven't had a chance to go and register for this, you can go and you can do it now. Listen to theplanet.com. I believe we're going to have some Harlem Globetrotter tickets too. I got I to gotta check that out. I know I put in a request for it, and I believe it was approved, and I think that was we're going to do it at some point early April because I think it's April... Go to cajunome.com and see. Harlem Globetrotters, April 15th. And I believe there's only maybe one, one day and, and maybe one show. Used to, back in the day, man, you went to Harlem Globetrotters game. I'll call it a game at the Cajun Dome. There was multiple games in, in over a couple days. But now I think they, they do maybe one or two. But I had a chance, back when I worked in radio, the Harlem Globetrotters came. And they wanted to do a promotion at halftime. There was a chance for, you know, different media outlets, TV, radio to do some promotions. And so we picked the promotion of playing a game at halftime. And it's probably, I don't know, one, two, three, maybe four or five of us. My son was there. Uh, another guy I worked with, his son was there. And so he had us like this game at halftime on the court. And it was kind of weird. It was kind of strange because there, there was no referee, like no one kind of guiding us on what to do. So it's almost like it was a pickup game at the park. And they gave us a ball and said, here you go, play. So that was kind of weird. But, dude, the and, – and I used to be pretty decent at basketball. I haven't played it in a while. But the, the depth perception, I guess, would be a great way to put it. Like in the Cajun Dome, like the Cajun Dome being so big, the court's a regular size court, you know, but you have the glass backboard, and, and it's not like being in a gym where you have a, a close wall to the backboard and the rim. Like everything's open. The, the perception is just way different. And after I looked like an idiot shooting air balls, we all did. It took us a while to get used to the rim. And, and hitting some shots, I had more respect for people that that played in in coliseums and in big domes like that. Man, the perception was just, it was totally different from anything that I have uh, have ever been a part of. But that was that was fun. That was back in the day. That might have been like, oh man, maybe like 2010, maybe 2011 we did that when the Harlem Globetrotters came to Lafayette. But close to wrapping up, we got like a minute left. Thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the Power Hour, whether it was watching on social media, my Chris Logan page, or listening to the Planet Facebook page, my Chris Logan in the Morning Facebook group, or if it was listening to the Planet, I appreciate it so much. Make sure to tell someone about the station, about the show today, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 on the Planet. 
And 8 o'clock, we kick off our power hour. So enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday. Or will I take the day off? Or will you? We'll see. 